0: hello dlc listeners patrons we got a good one for you we got some bonus content coming your way right now i'm jeff canada i'm joined by christian spicer hello christian
1: Hello, Jeff. I'm excited for this. I love when we get to, like, pop open the hood, so to speak, and uh, kick the tires. You don't hold tires in the hood, but you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Yeah. No, we're kicking the hood, popping the tires,
0: (laughs) all all the things, all the car references.
1: Uh, We have
0: a special guest joining us right now. He is a G-Force evangelist at NVIDIA. Welcome Jacob Freeman to the show. Hey, Jacob, how are you? Hey, how's it going, guys? Doing good, man. Um, very excited to have you here. You are here explicitly to talk about Alan Wake Two and the mm-hmm. uh all the advancements. Christian and I both were just wowed by the visuals in Alan Wake Two, and it's it's sort of of a piece with uh, a number of recent releases lately that are uh, utilizing DLSS three point five and uh, some new bells and whistles from NVIDIA. So. The first thing I want to know, we we, we reached out to our patrons and uh, asked them, you know, what they were curious about hearing from you. And I think this is the first question that I would ask. And it comes actually from our patron, Yik, who says, I want to understand the difference between DLSS 3.0 and DLSS 3.5. Is 3.5 a successor to 3.0, as the versioning suggests, or are they intended mm-hmm. to coexist?
2: Yeah, so... Uh... So DLSS 3.5 is is basically the latest iteration of DLSS. And um, you know, DLSS is a suite of technologies. So for example, DLSS 3.5, the new addition is Ray Reconstruction. That's what was introduced in DLSS 3.5. However, under the DLSS 3.5 umbrella, there's a number of technologies which include uh like frame generation, which was introduced in DLSS 3. It includes uh super resolution for better performance, and also uh, DLAA, which is also uh, under the 3.5 uh, umbrella as well. So it is really a
0: successor, although there are games that only support 3.0, and then some of these newer games are, are supporting 3.5, right?
2: Uh, Right, yeah, just, you know, just... Like for example, when, when somebody says DLSS three, they're typically referring to frame generation, right? Um, which is which is a part of, of three point five as well. But uh, if you have a game that that calls out specifically three point five, uh, that uh, that indicates that it supports the ray reconstruction feature, which is the new feature that is in uh, a few titles like Cyberpunk, Phantom Liberty, and uh, the expansion,
1: and also uh, Alan Wake two so Uh, good yeah i'd love just for a second to to kind of if we can talk about that naming convention of some of the technology we've talked about on this show before and certainly our audience and other gamers have talked about oh ray tracing is incredible you know ray tracing what i would call in layman's terms ray tracing 1.0 which was only one tiny thing being reflected and now it's full ray tracing or path tracing And I'm curious as you all and others in the industry are pushing that tech forward and kind of on the forefront of it, what thought goes into, Hey, we need to dumb this down for people like me, Christian Spicer, (laughs) to be able to understand when Apple says, Hey, this is a retina display. Mm -hmm. No one knows what that is, you know, like what the pixel density is, but they're like, Hey, that's what this is. And you want it because we put a funny name on it. And I feel like sometimes with this new tech the average consumer, or even more than average, you know, your enthusiast consumer might not fully appreciate the difference when it's a number, when it's, you know, the Sony TV 24X1, 242319 versus mm-hmm. some other alphabet soup. And I'm curious what goes into that and, and how you kind of make things consumer friendly or focused.
2: Yeah, well, the idea with with the naming, um, you know, it's kind of like what I mentioned before is that you know, by just saying DLSS 3.5, it's it's not really indicating, you know, a very specific feature of it. So DLSS is an, a suite of technologies. And, uh, you know, we try to, to make it as easy to understand as possible. Um, there's a few, we have a few um, charts on our, our, on the site that kind of break down what's included in 3, what's included in 3.5. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, when you're talking about specific features like frame gen or uh, ray reconstruction or super resolution um you know you can indicate them by just pointing out them pointing out their their name specifically as opposed to the suite of technology which which may be easier to to kind of digest if you're talking about a specific feature
0: well, let's dig into those specific features then, because, uh, ray reconstruction is, you know, it may not be the most self-evident term. I, I know that we, we kind of have an idea of what ray tracing is, right? But mm-hmm. can you talk about the differences between ray tracing and ray reconstruction and why it is something that gamers can get excited about?
2: Uh, yeah. So ray reconstruction, uh, was the new feature, uh, that's, a, that's in Alan Wake 2 as well. And uh, what it's doing is it's, it's essentially replacing the denoisers that, uh, that are built into games that use ray tracing. So for example, if you take a ray trace title uh, in the past, um, you may see like on a lot of the reflections, maybe they're not that accurate. Maybe they're kind of blurry. And uh, that is because uh, the game engine is using a denoiser to try to clean up that image. And so with Ray Reconstruction, what it's doing is essentially replacing that denoiser with an AI variant, which, uh, as it turns out, AI is very good at denoising images. Uh, So what you'll get is you'll get uh, more realistic reflections, clearer reflections specifically. And uh, more, more true to life, more accurate shadows, things of that nature. So it it'll just it looks better, basically. And uh, and the the other great thing about um, ray reconstruction is not only does it look better, it the performance there's no there's no impact to performance. In some cases, it actually runs faster. So it's almost a, a win win situation with ray reconstruction. Wow.
0: Uh, That kind of leads right into another one of our patron questions. Uh, Hank Patton says, how has NVIDIA's work on AI LLMs impacted the consumer side of the video cards? Mm -hmm. Uh, He says, I know DLSS is related to machine learning, but I don't know if it's explicitly related to NVIDIA's breakthroughs on improving model training. For example, has any of NVIDIA's work on parallel, uh, paralyzing processes made notable impacts on the gaming side of the business?
2: Uh, Yeah. So DLSS, basically would not have been possible without all the work that we're doing in AI. And uh, you could say the same for Ray reconstruction as well. And so, you know, AI kind of continues to be on the forefront of uh, any breakthroughs that we have in DLSS or gaming tech. And, and it just continues to get smarter and better. You know, it's, it's light years ahead of, of where, you know, DLSS 1.0 to where it is today is, it's, it's light years ahead of where it was. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty exciting times right now. And, uh, again, you know, without, without any of the, without any of the, uh, the breakthroughs and, and the work that we did with AI, you know, all of this would not have been possible.
0: It's certainly something that has blown us away, Christian, right? You and I, I think we went gaga over uh DLSS 3.0 because of the frame generation. Like I, I just can't, I can't, uh, I have a hard time playing games that don't have it now because when it, when I have it, it's so much smoother, so much crisper yeah. and it looks so beautiful. yeah. Um, so you're right. We're in this crazy, uh, a, a time where these, these leaps are happening so quickly and they're having such a huge impact on the, you know, at home gaming experience. It's
2: amazing. Yeah. Well, well, the interesting thing about, about frame gen more so than, than just the performance, you know, increase obviously is that. FrameGen has basically enabled all these features, if you think about it. You know, real-time path tracing is not playable today without some form of DLSS or frame generation.
1: That's my favorite game to play when every new game comes out. Like when Portal came out with it and uh-huh. then it with Cyberpunk and Alan Wake, it's turn everything on and then turn off the tech that allows me to run it and watch computers struggle. You know, like Hamster gets so tired <laughs> and it's like two frames per second. And I'm like, this is, I mean, it, it's, I'm trying not to exaggerate, but it's truly mind blowing what is possible because we're not brute forcing it. I think for so much of my life as a gamer, the answer has always been, you know, brute force, bigger hammer, pound harder, yeah. and seeing what this suite of technologies can bring to it, and what AI in this space can bring to it, and like you said, make possible. I mean, it, it's it's stunning to me.
2: Yeah, it's all about it's all about being smarter. And and if you look, it, you know, if if you were to ask any game developer or anyone five years ago, would we be able to play a path trace game at sixty frames per second? You know, it just it would be almost unfathomable to to be able to do that. Um, but because of these breakthroughs, and because of DLSS, and because of frame generation, it it is possible today, which is uh, pretty amazing.
0: I'm curious about the you know as as an end user, uh, I am uh, uh, using an NVIDIA GPU, and a new big game like Alan Wake Two comes out, and uh, a day before, a few days before, there's a new driver. There's a new NVIDIA mm-hmm. official GeForce driver. That is specific to the game, and I'm curious what what is what does that really mean? What 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 is the process of optimizing the video driver for specific games?
2: Yeah, so when when the game ready driver comes out, that's usually the latest driver, which may have other fixes as well. Um, but in particular, it offers the best experience for you know for example if we take Alan Wake 2 that game ready driver will will offer the best experience for game, for Alan Wake 2 and that could be things like uh you know the best performance or uh, maybe bug fixes or 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 could be other things as well but uh you know basically it's 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 met a quality level that a gamer would expect and so so if but, you so yep. if, you're,
0: if if the developers of Alan Wake 2 you know remedy if they're, if they're working on building a game for pc they're building it for you know obviously for an en- on an engine for graphics cards that exist for drivers that exist are you is is nvidia sort of working back and forth with individual developers on those game ready drivers how, do, how does that work exactly
2: yes. yeah um, very you know we work with a lot of, we have a whole team dedicated to working with um with game developers and uh, you know with Remedy specifically, you know, we we've been working with them for, for years, even you know, five five plus years or longer, you know, even back to control when control came out. And so it's 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 an ongoing uh you know, we have ongoing interaction with them and uh you know they help us find bugs, we fix bugs, and uh the the game ready driver that comes out is is basically all of that, um, all of the performance improvements, all the bug fixes. Um you know, right
1: there in the driver i'm curious i don't know how quite how to ask this uh jeff and jacob so i apologize but it's it's the idea of like if you what that's not necessarily what percentage of people adopt the newest driver but more so maybe what that delta is of not everybody's going to update their driver because mm-hmm. people are lazy and dumb and Again, myself included. When I say people, I'm I'm talking, I'm talking yeah. about me. Um, or miss an update or something like that. And and how much that can affect or impact performance. Right. And versus no, 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 you really need you really need this because otherwise you'll be on the message board or on social media being like, game runs like trash, no good uh don't buy x developer game and meanwhile i'm sure you all are pulling out your hair being like no 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 you need to do the thing we said to do and i'm curious how you kind of balance that um yeah well i mean that's going to really come down
2: to on a game by game basis you know in most situations the previous driver likely runs the game perfectly fine it's just that the latest version may have a few optimizations here and there um or bug fixes Uh, but obviously that that's going to vary depending on the game. But in general, we, you know, if you are playing this game for the best experience, we would recommend updating the driver. Uh
0: Uh, We have a a question from uh, Aaron McLeod, one of our patrons. Um, And he wants to sort of compare DLSS to, you know, technology that you can find in televisions. It's common in televisions Mm, now with the true motion and some of that motion smoothing tech. Which he finds to be a a turnoff with TVs is is (laughs) is there any um, relationship to be drawn there or comparison to be drawn there from your perspective?
2: Not really. So, you know, if you look at true motion or the soap opera or whatever you call it on television, I think each television calls it something different. Yeah, Um, (laughs) yeah. yeah. Generally, off. Just turn it off. (laughs) Yeah. I, I mean, generally, like if you enable game mode on a television, it turns all that stuff off. And the yeah. reason for that is because it adds a ton of latency. Right. I'm talking about the, the TVs add a ton of latency. So they're generally not that good for gaming. However, DLSS is completely different because, uh, because the nature of the graphics card and, and the driver and everything else, we have access to the engine and motion vector data mm. that tells us you know where objects should be placed and it allows us to basically use ai to generate a frame and that's why it uh it works so good because it you know it's using pretty advanced algorithms to actually generate a frame and on top of that we uh also have reflex which helps to reduce latency and so it's a combination of these technologies which make dlss so good and uh why why it seems like so, like some sort of magic you know <laughs> yeah it it really does and i think people you know
0: we're very fortunate christian and i to have uh you know uh, 40 series uh, cards and i don't think if you haven't seen it i don't think you kind of realize what a huge deal dlss3 and yeah. 3.5 it's, it's are
2: because you know most people their experience with similar technologies is like what you example the the smooth the the true motion or you know whatever it's called um but you know i would say that dlss is just it's not even comparable to that and anybody who who has used both of them i think they would very likely say the same that that uh frame gen is 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 really good and uh pretty compelling yeah well so that leads me to my next question which is
0: why isn't it in everything you know what wh- what what is the impediment for it being in every game the, the there are more and more games shipping with with uh, support for DLSS 3 and 3.5 but is it Is it something where Nvidia is coming into individual partnerships with, uh, developers or how does that process work?
1: Or in my real life, my oldest child's animation is very choppy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's a real stick figure out there.
0: (laughs) Let's be honest. Uh, uh, Let's be, uh, honest. She's, she's pretty obsolete,
2: Christian. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, throw her in the trash. Uh, for, for that one, uh, you know, it really comes down to the game integration. So, uh, in order, you know, part of the reason why it, it works so well is because it's it's integrated into the game um pretty deeply um so for this we need to work with the developer to to integrate and uh you know we continue to work with more and more and uh you know it's it's in a lot of titles today continuing to be more titles um so you know we we hope that uh, we can have as much adoption as possible because like i said it's pretty great tech yeah so, uh, yeah we encourage all developers to work with us and uh and integrate it if if possible and, and likewise you know we we work with them pretty closely to to help them do all the integration as well i just need it in starfield question. please in starfield oh, it's as coming. soon as possible
1: it's coming yeah it's coming. i know, I know. <laughs> uh i'm gonna ask a question that maybe makes me sound smarter than i am it's out of my depth of expertise but something i i see talked about in terms of like i i don't know what the actual lift is or ask of this but in terms of integrating this stuff into a developer's tech stack or game engine, broadly speaking, I'm not asking for like secrets, trade secrets, but how big of a lift is it for, you know, maybe an indie dev or even a, a large dev to say, hey, this is important to us. We want this yeah. at launch, uh, but we're also launching in whatever, four months, six months, two years. Like at what point does that need to be, again, broadly kind of scoped into the project folks are working on?
2: Uh, well, it depends on, uh, you know, there's a lot of variables at play there. You know, for example, like if it's Unreal Engine, you know, we have pretty good integration already with Unreal Engine. So it's, it's not that difficult to, to implement it at that level. Um, if it's an in-house engine, you know, it may need more development time. Um, but generally uh it's it's relatively easy to to implement most most of it um specifically like d l s s super resolution which which you may have seen you know there's there's even modders who <laughs> to implement it in games uh, after the game has shipped so it's, yeah it's it's relatively uh not that difficult to implement um frame generation needs a little bit more uh developer integration. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it, there's so many variables. It's hard to say an exact time, but obviously the sooner the better to to ensure that it offers the best experience. Yeah,
0: and I that's... saw people modding it into Skyrim and Skyrim <laughs> VR. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty yeah. rad. Yeah,
1: that, that stuff is what blows my mind. Again, as like an older, you know, PC gamer, again, back to Alan Wake 2 as well, going in and, you know, dialing in, you know, my settings that are recommended and playing with things and seeing what it can run natively and I, I personally still have this little bit of a disconnect of render resolution being, you know, what it can be as quote unquote low. It can't, as it can be, and still have my image look crisp because there was a time not too long ago, it seems where that was not the case. It was like, oh yeah, we'll upscale it for you or whatever, you know, whatever it was going to be. And, no you weren't game that looks that looks real bad <laughs> and now with alan wake 2 you know i think i'm running it primarily on performance which i forget the native resolution of what that is is running maybe it's 1080 but the output is 4k and i i truly would question anybody to come into my office and look at the screen and tell me they're not looking at a native 4k image and i wonder if there's any other perception out there from gamers that you kind of have to overcome this stigma of, no, this is the best, even though it might not be what you're used to as seeing as quote unquote native resolution. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you, if you think about it,
2: the, the quote unquote native resolution, I mean, ultimately we all want the final image to look the best. And so, we want the output to be as close to 4k as possible. If you're running 4k, and if you, (laughs) you know, in the case of DLSS that you, you know, you have a few different settings, you have performance, uh, you have balanced, and then you have quality. Performance gets pretty close to a native 4k resolution. Um, Balanced and, and quality are obviously a bit better. And in some cases, the interesting thing here is that in some cases, the especially the higher quality versions of DLSS like DLSS quality can offer a better, even better image than the native implementation. And that's because, um, you know, kind of like with Ray Reconstruction, the AI algorithm does a pretty good job of cleaning up um, like aliasing and, and, you know, maybe shimmering, things like that. So in a lot of cases, if the game has a native, specifically, if, especially if it's like a TAA implementation, a lot of times the DLSS implementation can look even better, which uh, which is, again, you know, pretty amazing because it runs significantly faster and in many cases looks better as well, just like with Ray reconstruction. So so I really think that, you know, when it comes to like the native versus the the DLSS, you know, it, it does kind of require a change of, Perception, you know, this is not, you know, the old upscaling tech. This is this is something completely different, and it's it's again, you know, just like frame generation, just like ray reconstruction. It's it's very compelling, and enabling new levels of detail, you know, like with path tracing in, in Alan Wake Two.
0: Yeah, um, our patron uh, Jose Cordoba or D- Cordovas asked uh, a really interesting question specifically about. Alan Wake um uh, being a franchise that has been picked up, you know, over a decade later um and the fact that light and darkness is such a big theme in both games. Uh mm-hmm. he wants to know uh has the uh the technology allowed them to do new things in this game? Uh, is there anything that the first game just it wasn't possible and now uh because, you know, light is able to be calculated in the way it is uh with ray tracing that they're able to do in the game.
2: Yeah. Well, this is you know one of the. There's a handful of titles out there. This is one of them that supports path tracing, which is currently the most advanced form of lighting found in games. It's it's actually simulating the way light rays be behave in real life. You know, like when when you have a an object that's emitting light, you know, it's it's not just a light. It's actually bouncing off surfaces it's reflecting off of things whether or not that surface is reflect reflective or not um you know the light when you look around the room light is actually bouncing off objects and you you'll get you know lights that bounce from this object to that object and so what what uh, path tracing is doing is basically simulating the light rays as they emit from the light source so things like reflections look true to life. Um shadows look very realistic. And so with Alan Wake 2, when you especially when you when you when you enable path tracing, you know, you're getting extremely true to life reflections, lighting, shadows. And uh Alan Wake 2 can actually support 3 bounces. So, you know, like I said, light is bouncing around, hitting things and uh Alan Wake 2 at the highest setting can support 3 bounces, which is uh very realistic lighting. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. And it's, I mean, it shows that that game is just stunning to look at and terrifying too, but stunning, (laughs) mostly the stunning part. (laughs) Um, I I love this question uh, from Jennifer Hall, uh, one of our patrons. She says, uh, I recently purchased a high tier NVIDIA graphics card. How do I make sure I'm utilizing it to its full potential? Mm-hmm. I love this question. We've already <laughs> talked about you know installing the newest drivers, but is there anything else that she can do that we can all do to to maybe ensure that?
2: Well, the good news is you know it's pretty much plug and play for the most part. Um, you know, there are a lot of features on the car that you may want to utilize, like there's uh, Nvidia Broadcast. if you guys aren't familiar with that, that can help uh, like if you're doing streaming or if you're doing audio recording, it can help eliminate background noises. There's things like virtual green screen. So if you don't have a green screen, you know, it can basically create
1: a green screen for you. That gave um, me Alan Wake's writer's room background for our, our Halloween episode. I didn't need to do anything to my office. It was, yeah. it was all NVIDIA broadcast <laughs> and I loaded in the image done and done. It was great. Yeah,
2: it works great. And, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's other features like, uh, GeForce experience, which can help, um, set the the graphic settings in in all the games on your pc to the appropriate levels uh, but there's also settings in the game that you may or may want it may want to enable like nvidia reflex for reducing latency so uh so again you know it is it is plug and play for the most part but you know if you if you want to get the best experience then you know there there's quite a lot of features that uh that you may want to check out and if you aren't familiar with those features then i would check out geforce experience is that is that actually does a lot of it for you
0: is there any reason why a lot of the dlss 3 and 3.5 features are um you have to opt into them in most games you have to go into the settings and turn them on is there there a reason for that
2: uh well i think each i mean i'm not 100% sure on this but i think each game developers have their own set of requirements for what can be enabled by default or not enabled by default. But, you know, I, I would recommend GeForce experience again, as yeah. um, you know, that you, you can hit one button and it'll, it'll set the best settings for your PC. So you don't have to worry about all that stuff. You know, it GeForce experience knows your hardware. It knows what graphics card you have in there. So it kind of knows what settings to, to enable and, and, you know, enable and disable to get the best experience.
1: So that, that, that would be the
2: easiest way to do it.
1: I think I talked about this years ago when I really kind of got back into PC gaming and that, I don't remember the episode, Jeff, when we, when I talked about it at length, but that really took a lot of the um, analysis paralysis of PC gaming away for me. Like I would Be so concerned about what settings to use and and how to tweak what and what to do what. And I have like my eight blog posts up that I'd be (laughs) reading, you know, to get the best experience. And I will still admittedly tweak things past what GeForce Experience recommends. And I'm like, yeah, you know what, I'm going to fine tune this, that, or the other. But man, it is nice to have what I would air quote call a console experience of click it and forget it.
2: Yeah, and and for a lot of people who are like new to PC gaming, a lot of that can be pretty overwhelming. You know, like what is what is all these settings? What is anastrophic filtering? What is anti-aliasing? Yeah, right. You know, and if you crank all that up on a lower end card, you know, it may not have the best experience. So, uh, you know, it's it's nice to have a kind of one click option. You know, if you aren't familiar or don't want to spend uh, all day tweaking settings, you know, the GeForce experience is a pretty good option. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, we will, uh, we'll end on this question, which I think, you know, is the most important question that you will answer. And you are uniquely qualified <laughs> to answer it as a G-Force evangelist. Jacob, okay. Stephen Dillard, our patron asks, uh, for an official statement on a term that Christian and I have coined and used frequently here on the podcast. Uh, we call them beefy jeepies. <laughs>
2: Mm. (laughs) Uh, beefy jeepies i like that (laughs) beefy
0: jeepies yeah when you get a really good graphics card really great like the four, the 40 series uh nvidia cards are beefy jeepies uh so um steven is asking for an official statement on how nvidia as 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 a spokesman for nvidia how nvidia feels about the term (laughs) beefy jeepies and if they will consider using it as a quantifiable metric on the back of the box.
1: No one wants teraflops anymore. We <laughs> want to know how many. Beefy, beefy GBs. GPs. Is the Jeepy beefy?
2: Why the back of the box? Maybe it should be on the front yeah. of the box. Yeah, there we go.
0: Yeah. Get rid of that pesky G Force name. Call it the beefy Jeepy.
2: <laughs> I you know what? I like that name and uh you know, I'll put it I'll put it in as a suggestion and I'll let you know. I'll let you know where it goes
0: there you go you heard it here first folks <laughs> it is confirmed they will be officially called beefy GPs going forward uh jacob freeman thank you so much for being here um alan wake 2 is just another example of how gorgeous games can look on pc uh with these nvidia cards and the tech that's going on under the hood so it was awesome to get a little insight into that thank you so much for talking to us
2: yeah thank you for having me